this yesterday was quick. Kovnowski looked okay, and then all of a sudden, Hellenius explodes, fights over, and people were pissed. Now, Annie said she had a heel broken, Marge. Did you put the guy who did that to her heel in the hospital? <laughs> no. Well, you know, there was a huge uh, brawl as we were leaving. Split lips. There was a couple of Polish girls covered in beer. Kind of hot. Um, <laughs> kind of hot. Yes. <laughs> At least him and my son thought so. Thanks for uh, thanks for welcoming me back. It was good to see you guys yesterday. It's always fun seeing. There's always something yeah. exciting going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Smoke Show, did I send it? Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. That was my greatest accomplishment. Man, do the guys uh, do Ock and Brock know that you're Mr. Smoke Show? No, they don't know. Actually, no, they don't. You know what? I'm going to bring that up on air. I'm going to tell them when I come in. I'm going to bring do. it to me. I'm going to blow it up to an 11 by 14. I can't wait. I can't wait, especially for Ox reaction. Love it. Because, you know, I listen every day. I either listen live or I listen slightly behind. Sorry, I keep like, I guess I'm just now talking for the first time today. And um, or I listen on demand just later in the evening. Yeah, yeah. So it depends. Ock goes after you sometimes so bad. <laughs> I know. I, I, mean, I mean, every day I pretty much we're talking about yeah. something that gets said to you. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, at the end of the day, you know, we, we get along real well. Mm-hmm. And I give it back to a degree because I'll, I'll give you a secret of radio. The host always has to win. The host always has to, like, get one yeah. over on the producer. But yeah. I'll still give a zinger back. You know, I got I got some uh, aces in the hole. I could always use if I really need to. Okay, good. whatever. So now so is now. Know. I don't mean to judge. Is now a good time yeah. where we can announce, like, officially what you about the producer? You're not just the producer. Oh, please, yeah. You are please, officially please. the senior producer. At oh Series yeah, yeah. that's huge. I mean, I'm a very. I'm a very big deal. No, thank you. Yes, um, you are. No, it's uh, it, it's nice to be you know, recognized for what you bring to the table, but I'm very appreciative for the opportunity, you know, that Steve Cohen, he, he runs the whole sports department and Marissa Rivas, who runs our channel, you know, <laughs> clearly they see something in me and I appreciate it. And it's nice to be given that, uh, it's nice to be given that. It, it's nice to kind of be like, you know, uh, under, other than Marissa, I'm kind of the top dog on the channel. It's nice. I'm not going to lie. Nice. 
awesome. Nice. And I feel like I feel like a like an old woman saying this, but I feel like I've kind of watched it evolve a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah. We're so proud uh, of you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. It's been a long, crazy road. You know, I saw my parents yesterday for a meal and we kind of reflected on it. Aww. Like we actually went to this radio conference where I met a good friend of my dad's. Shout out to Norm Preslin, who way back way, way back when helped me get an internship at Sirius. And that was kind of my foot in the door. And like we were at a radio conference actually with him. And it was all these different panels about different angles to the radio industry and how to become successful. It's like, honestly, if I was to give anybody advice, it would be just to network and hustle because that's how to get ahead. And that's how I've gotten ahead kind of, you know. I I agree. And you have an incredible work ethic. You are always there. You really are. You're always there. You're always working your butt off. It's nice. It's fun. I keep saying I want to come in. I just haven't had the time, but I'm going to make it. Come in, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. No, I mean, this day, you're obviously always welcome, both of you. But it's like, with the work ethic, it's like someone else will always outwork you if you let them. You know, there might be some, there might be someone out there who's a better guest booker than me or who's, a, you know, he might be able to cut the audio and make it sound a little smoother than me or, you know, be maybe a little funnier. Doubtful. But. Doubtful. (laughs) Yeah, but. If um, you know, Somebody, certainly any- nobody less confident. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, excuse me, more confident. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. No, I mean, you know, I think I could say I'm pretty good at what I do, but no, when it you comes are. to work, when it when it comes to work ethic, though, like no one's gonna outwork me. You know, like I'll stay late. I'll come in early. You know, if there's like if we have a newsworthy day and there's like seven guests and they're all making news, I'm putting seven clips out. Like it's it's one of those things where you know, in New York City, it's radio. It's like acting in LA, you know, it's not a typical nine to five. And if you let someone outwork you, they will. So. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more on the same way. That was uh, like a week and a half ago or a little over a week ago on that Friday. I think it was where you guys had all those guests line up or whatever. And then like one of them didn't call in correctly. They were on a boat or some, <laughs> something happened and it was like yeah. everything got shifted and mm. I don't know. It was, it was kind of crazy. Cause you were like, Hey, if you can call in, call in from at this time or this time, because those were the breaks that going to be yeah. allowed, but it didn't, yeah. it didn't work out at all, which was totally cool. I know. But like you were, you were just mad dashing everywhere, like trying to get everything done and, and keep everything smooth on air too, which is, I think, a, I don't think people understand that. For, no, no. for your station or any station, I hear I hear a lot of people chirp at, you know, how things are done as if any of these people who chirp have a clue of how to run a board or how to deal with the, yeah. you know, the the talent or, you know, the hosts or what's going on behind the scenes. It's very, um, you've got a lot, of, a lot of things going on. Hey, Josh, break it down for us. Tell us who you are. Tell us where you work. Tell us your radio station. Give us your times. Give us a big... <laughs> Josh Friedman shout out. A big Josh Friedman yes. shout out. Well, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I'm a senior producer at Sirius XM Fight Nation. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nice to say. Yeah, it's nice to say. Yeah. Um, say it again. So yeah, senior a senior <laughs> producer. Hold on, should I get the business card? Should I get yes. the yeah, yeah. Well, that I've heard it. this on the air unless you're unless your junior just happened to call you a senior. So I didn't know it was like a big secret. I thought this was something that Boom, look at that. Yeah. That had happened. I don't know. Like I guess because I listen and I hear it. 
Yeah, no, it's it's out there. It's official. Okay. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I'm a senior producer at SiriusXM. Fight Nation kind of oversee a couple of different projects, but the main role is being the producer of the Ak and Barak show. And that's a, the, the first and only daily boxing show in the world. We're on noon to three Eastern. Uh, it's boxing, culture, lifestyle. Um, the guys are great, man. I mean, yeah, we, we give it to each other a lot on air, but both guys are great. And it's a really good mix too. It's kind of like a yin and yang between Ak and Barak. They're, they're similar, but they also have some different differences as far as personalities, philosophies and whatnot. So it's really a good mix. It's really a lot of fun. Uh, and, and what I really like about the show more than anything, you know, yeah, we'll get boxers on, we'll get guests. We'll, you know, we're funny, all that yada, yada, but you don't have to be a boxing man to really like that show. I mean, my parents listen all the time and they're casual fans at best. They really enjoy it. Um, you listen all the time, O'Malley, which I appreciate, you know, um, people, people really, you don't need to be a diehard or even a casual boxing fan to listen to listen and enjoy it. It's just a good show. Um, so it's, uh, it's fun, man. It, it's been a, it's been a fun road going into 2020. I think this will be a really big year for us. There's a lot of, there's already been a couple big fights. There's a lot of big fights coming up. So it's a, it was, it was a good time to launch this and I'm damn proud to be a part of it. That's great. That's Sirius XM channel 156, correct? Fight nation Fight 156 nation. home for all things, combat sports. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Are you guys in the same office that you were in when I was in with Jerry and Randy? Yeah, I'm at my same desk. Um, we're in the same studio. Cool. And yeah, that was, I would say that was the bittersweet part of, of moving to this show was leaving behind the six. I wouldn't even say leaving behind, but no longer work. Cause I'm still in touch with, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of the hosts, but the six to 8 PM Eastern shows, which are still there and are still great. You know, Randy and Jerry Monday, Friday, and then the MMA show Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know, it's a lot of good people that I miss working with. Um, but at the end of the day, it's kind of nice to have one show to really sink mm-hmm. my teeth into and build it and craft it. Good. You know, so it's, uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely bittersweet. I'm definitely very happy. Those other shows are still there and thriving yesterday. That's awesome. Or yesterday, yesterday. I kind of had two thoughts of this. Yeah, those, those <laughs> shows are still there and thriving. I meant what I meant to say. It was like, you know, you saw Randy yesterday. So we still, yeah. you know, we still hang out. We still watch the fights. Um, yeah, I'm still in touch with uh, pretty much every host uh, that I used to work with. And now I get to consider them friends, so. That's, That's awesome. Plus, you would jump in any any time if they needed it. I know how you are. You you would just yeah. be like, you need me, I'll be there Friday night. What time? Mm-hmm. Okay, done. Yeah, I love like that. that. Yeah, though, with this virus floating around, who knows when that'll happen? Um, do you believe it? What yeah, do you think? What do you guys take on coronavirus? What's your do you? All right. Uh, I mean, I've never experienced anything like this. It's kind of like a mass hysteria with like hand hand sanitizer everywhere and soap everywhere. And it's like, I've always been a bit of a germaphobe. So I'm kind of just doing what I always do. Yeah. You touch a pole on a subway, use hand sanitizer, shake Mm -hmm. someone's hand, wash your hands or hand sanitizer after, you know, always take a shower when I get home at night because you ride the train, those germs. Like, I think if you're just smart and use common sense, you know, you, People driving themselves crazy. I think like yesterday, everyone's like, yeah, now what? You're greeting each other with elbow bumps, and <laughs> you know, it, 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 look, I'm no medical. I'm no tap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, look, I'm no medical expert. Better safe than sorry. I just I think it's turning into a bit of a bit of a hysteria now. But at, at the same time, though, better better safe than sorry, and it's real. Certainly yeah. real. It is real. I, and I'm like one of those who's like, oh, you know what? Seriously. <laughs> Yeah. I do. I just can't help but think it's like the same thing as everybody panicking over this and panicking over that. 
you know, they're acting like it's the end of the world. And I just feel like it's going to be, as long as you practice like habit habits that you were taught to, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm really more concerned about the older people, like the people that as always. Yeah. It's like the, it's like, I feel like the elderly are the ones that are more of a target than, than anybody, you know, and maybe it's because the baby boomers, there are so many of them in their seventies that the, the, you know, mortality rate is so high with this. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's why, because there, there's so many more old people now than there ever have been before. So I don't know if it has any relationship to that, but I'm really, I'm not, I'm not panicking. I haven't stocked up on waters and, and Purell's. I just, you know, I just haven't. What do you think, Omel? Um, you know, there was something about, and I know I'm going to, I'm going to quote or, I think it's something that he didn't make up. So I'm not trying to quote um, Tom Brady because I've seen it in a few different areas, but there was something about um, that he posted and it was just kind of about perspective. And he was like, one of the worst days for coronavirus was the 10th of February. On that day, 108 people died in China. But on the same day, 25,000 people died of cancer, 24,000 people died of heart disease, 4,300 people died of diabetes. And on that day, suicide, unfortunately, took more lives than any virus did. So moreover, mosquitoes kill 27 people a day and humans kill fellow humans 3,100 times a day. Take a deep breath wash your hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was it. And that, and that's kind of where I am. I'm sort of like, be aware, don't be dumb. Right. You know, but yeah, I agree with you. 100 percent. And maybe it's because I come from parents who weren't alarmist either. Like my mom is on a cruise. You know, of course she is. And she's meeting stoolies left and right. We get a text from her the other day. Listen, I met the, I saw this guy with a hat that said Zilly Zilly. And I saw the Barstool logo on the side of it. And his name is Brian. And he ran over and got his friend. Brian, the stoolie. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, (laughs) Brian's going to be calling into the Barstool breakfast on on Monday morning. He's Brian from Indianapolis. Mike's like, you know what? It's nice that I to know that I have a Mexican representative out there. Thank you, Lorraine. (laughs) My mom is spreading Barstool love one stoolie at a time. That's so he's like, next she'll be coming to giant games and she'll be. <laughs> so my mother and stoolies are not panicked over the coronavirus fears. I guess they're still going to Mexico. They're still going on cruises. <laughs> you know, one thing I'll say about the coronavirus, I think it's a, a missed opportunity for Corona, the beer. Now, correct mm. me if I'm wrong, I haven't seen anything, but. It's I like if I was them, put out a commercial because I saw a stat, something like 30 some percent of Americans won't drink the beer. Yeah. yeah. Put yeah. out an ad. Don't make, fu- don't make fun of it, but put out an ad like, hey, listen, thoughts and prayers are with everyone. Be safe, wash your hands. In the meanwhile, it's safe to have one of our beers. Cheers. Yeah, well, lower, like even if you lowered the price just a little, a little Corona sale. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not a beer drinker anymore, so I'm, it's not like I'm adding to the hysteria, but man, I almost feel like I, I would buy, if I was, I'd almost buy that, even though I'm not really a fan, but I would, I would buy it just to, you just run to bring the people flame. out at the, like, that's what I would do. I would go to the packy and I would buy a, I'd buy Corona just to have people be like, oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> Wait, you go to the what? What's it called? The packy. The packy. What is a packy? 
Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah, wait. Hey, you know what this is? The package store where you buy, where you buy beers, right? That's yeah. Right. So it's a liquor <laughs> store. It's a liquor store in, in Mass. All right. In New England or whatever, it's the packy. Damn, you know what, with then what you said about Tom Brady, I was all set once you brought him up. Like I have this 19 and 0 Patriot shirt making fun of when the Giants beat him. Right. But that okay. was so but that was so profound <laughs> that I couldn't even do it. I couldn't even bring the shirt out. Like that was good. That was that was You're that such was an asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good the thing packy. that I talk to you enough that I know that you're <laughs> the packy. Yeah, I know. Okay. Josh keeps such a straight face that you're not even sure when he's busting your chops or not. <laughs> this is why yeah. I love uh, this is why I love Ock and Brock. Ock and Brock and, and Josh's show because he's senior producer. Mm. They're old school guys. They're very close to our age or at least Ock is. I'm not sure. Not, I don't know. But they bring up a lot of stuff from like the past and they'll, they'll like tie in watching Tyson or do this or do that. And, but they, they'll, they'll throw out things just to make fun of Josh and they'll use <laughs> terms that are like, you know, years before. Oh, I love, oh Josh, I, like I, visit, I might have to come on with you. <laughs> I love it. I don't have to come to you. No, what's great too, is Ak and I soon um, we're going to be starting a segment called culture clash where this is it this is it this is what (laughs) no he's gonna quiz me on his culture and i'm gonna quiz him on mine this has been um, happening like over time like this has been a natural progression okay i'm sorry i'm excited (laughs) no no me me too um we're we're working on getting the sound for the segment produced and uh yeah it's gonna happen i think i'm gonna win because look i know probably (laughs) about 15 to 20 percent about like hip-hop and all the stuff he brings up he literally knows nothing about my world. So it was um, quite funny yeah. this past week. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, what's no. funny too about the daily show. It's like my parents will mention to her friends like, Oh man, the Friday show at like two o'clock. It's like, I don't remember. Don't have a clue. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. I hope it was. But like, I don't remember, you know, when you're in there and it's a, you know, 15 hour grind a week. I, I don't remember. Glad you're entertained. <laughs> oh yeah. No, people will, will say that. I listen to the podcast. I'm like, which one? Because <laughs> yeah. if they're not like the last one and they're yeah. like, oh, this happened. I'm like, uh, which. Well, I'll do that to Amalia. I'll be like, oh my God, what is this reference to? And she'd be like, remember episode 13? And I'm like, How yeah. Do you yeah. Like, yeah. And it's just because I edit. Like if I edit, yeah. but then I'm at the point now and I know Josh probably has a clue of what this is, even though you're live. There are times where you're wondering what actually made it. Like what's actually out there, you know, stuff because you guys are always talking, but what actually hit live versus, you know, did, you know, was something right, you know, before you went live and then you're thinking back, yeah. did that get set on air? Do I need to? No, the great thing, the great thing about having like a program director like Marissa is like, she, she listens outside of the office. And a lot of times when you listen to a show outside of the studio versus in it, it's completely different because when you're in it, sounds one way when you're outside listening is completely different. So yeah, we'll have meetings, you know, Hey, this was good. This may be, eh, maybe we tweak this, you know, so we're always evolving. Yeah. Okay. That's good. What do you got coming up this week? I'm sure you're going to be talking about baby face. Of course. I mean, yeah, we, we had a big upset last night. Uh, Adam Kalvnowski, I I keep working on his name. He falls (laughs) to Robert Hellenius. Um, so there's all the conversation there. I mean, there goes the Kalnaki Ruiz fight. 
Now, what? Another thing too that I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch to them in the pre-show meeting. It's like Robert Hellenius, right? Mm-hmm. He completely under uh, underdog. I didn't see one interview with him before the fight. There no was, was no p- publicity for this right. fight. But here's my thing, right? Here's the one knock. And anytime I say I knock a fighter or I critique him, with all due respect, I've never really been in a legit fist fight like that. I'm not a professional athlete. I don't know what these guys go through. Yada, yada, there's a spiel. But here's my thing. And this isn't like a critique out of just criticizing, but it's almost like out of love, right? It's like he busted his ass for how long in camp, away from your family, in the gym, and then you score that upset on Fox, national television, So what's the, and we live in a social media world, right? So I'm like, all right, here's my thinking as a producer. He wins. He's a center for right now. At this moment, you are the center of the boxing world. This is a rare moment. It's not Deontay Wilder. It's not Joshua. It's not Fury. Right now, everyone's talking about you. So then that post-fight interview hits. And this is your time to capitalize on what you just did. And, you know, you talk about the win. Uh, I did this. I did that. Okay, great. Who do you want next? Now, this is your chance to be like, I want Anthony Joshua. I want right. Tyson Fury. I want Wilder. And he just says, you know, I'm going to go back home and be with my family. You'll figure it out. It's like, brother. What, that does he have a promoter? Does he have I'm an sure. agent? I would hope so. But it's like, that's your chance. Mm-hmm. Because like now we're going to go on the air. Like, let's say he went nuts. It was like... Anthony Joshua, you're a bum. I took out Kanaki. Now I'm gonna take you out. Let's you go. overrated. Yeah. yeah, let me do it. Mm-hmm. Let me talk it for you. <laughs> sure. Like, if I'm him, even if you don't believe it, like talk the shit. Like yeah, like Conor McGregor. There's no better self promoter than that guy. Oh, that yeah. guy is he'll, yeah. he's electric. Yeah, nothing. So like huh? this, if I'm this dude, I'm scheduling interviews all week. Sure. I'm line, you know, I'm lining up spots. I'm talking to everyone who's gonna listen. Kamnowski was supposed to fight Andy Ruiz, right? If he yeah. won. Mm-hmm. So if I'm this dude, I'm going to be like, Andy Ruiz, now I want You're your mine. bitch ass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah now, absolutely. This, now I took down one hype job. Talk in shit, let's go. Next to, yeah, bring, it, bring your fat <laughs> ass. Shit, like, champ. Like, yeah. So that's, that's one thing I think he, he missed the mark on, you know? Because nowadays in, so, in the social media age, it's like 50-50. What can you do in the ring and what can you do out of it? So that with, was a three hour, with a three-hour show, boxing MMA show, I mean, you yeah. cover MMA. Um, I know it's a boxing show, but you guys are very open and cover everything. Um, is this something that you're going to go after, like as a producer, to try to get him on? I mean, I probably will, but from what I heard, he's probably going home already. Uh, he's probably out of the country already by now. Yeah, Larger didn't even mention. Like he was. Like I know they have um, Conlon on next week to promote his fight. Right. But like yeah. there was no mention of either one of these two. Like even the loser, like get baby face on or something. Because we were talking yeah. about on the way home last night. You know, there was no, there was just no, um, there was like nobody to reach out to. It was like more, like it was almost like after the fight, it was like, I wonder if Shannon Briggs is going to come out. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody was looking left. Nobody was looking right. And there was no post-fight presser, you know. No. It's, uh, it just, it amazes me now. And like, and I'm not going to say who this is or what promoter or what promotion or whatever, but you know, Maybe I produce, have one. no, but like, I'm going to give you another story. Like there was a fight oh, that oh had good. like very, not, not a lot, not a lot of promotion behind it. And I reached out to a rep to try to get a broadcaster on, you know, Hey, just to talk about this fight. And we couldn't find a day in time. And it's like, come on. 
Like, really? Like, I'm trying to help sell your product. Yeah, you got to go through the and, car wash. You got to hit everybody, every station. Yeah. If I'm th- if I'm this dude, I'm staying in New York for the week. Because look, right now you're hot. Like, yeah. Like, right now this is your... So, like, you remember... You have a you reason to want to watch the next the, one. Exactly. And, Andy, you were at this fight. No, Mal, yeah. you got to come to a fight, too. I know. Um, I know we got to get her ass like, down here. Trying. Remember when... um. Teofimo Lopez, he knocked out Richard Comey in the co-main yeah. event of the, of the Crawford fight, right? Yeah. So, like, here's a guy who gets it, right? So he knocks him out. He's trending all over the place. That yeah. was a great yeah. fight. Yeah, and I'm pumped for him facing Lomachenko. Um, so, you know, he, he scores the knockout. I reach out. Shout out to Evan Corn, <laughs> top-ranked PR man. Yeah, I like him. He's a good Best guy. Great, great. But I reach out to Evan. I'm like, hey, can we schedule an interview for Teofimo this week? Right away gets back. Yeah, sure. What day? We find a day and time. Then he like connects me with Teofimo. He says, hey, if you want, I could come to the studio. Yes. I said, sure. Comes to the studio, spits gold, half hour, 45 minutes. There's a guy who gets it. Then hopefully you kind of grab him for five minutes after for the downstairs one. Because I know you guys like to stand in front of the serious wall Mm -hmm. and do like a quick after interview. Mm -hmm. Because then you can Mm -hmm. come out that later. I love that. That's a good one. I know the guys do that on Watchers too. They do the welcome on back. I love that. Mm -hmm. Listen, one thing, and this isn't me blowing smoke, it's true. Like, you know, I've been to the Barstool HQ a couple of times. I've been to some of your events. One thing I appreciate about you guys is like there is no wasted time or content for a guest or for anybody like you schedule a guest from the moment they walk in there. Now I wish I had the same resource. You guys got to give me some of that money, but it's like, as soon as the guest walks in, you're filming, you're interviewing, you're having them mm-hmm. do something. Then when they're on the air, we're making the them break, smoke shows. We're giving them lips. Yeah. Through yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, there's Annie, no, Annie sees it. I, I, I don't, I mean, and obviously Annie's you know, up close and personal with, with that stuff, but um, at times. So, but I, being, you know, let me when they need extra hands on deck. But I, 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 you know, I I don't have this virus. But if you, (laughs) but if you follow along, you definitely know what they have. God bless you. You definitely know what they have. And, you know, but it's like what what I see at Barstool is like, there's no wasted content. So for me as a producer, when I have access to this guest, especially in studio, what can I be doing? I'll have them sign the wall, take a picture, right. do a lot, do a liner, uh, do a video for our Instagram. There's, there's something, there's always mm-hmm. something to be done. That's one thing I've seen at Barstool. Like, but you're very good at that. You kept us busy. You had my daughter saying on radio, we can't find it, but we love it. It was awesome. <laughs> you need me to sell? I'll send it to you again. If you have it, I would love to have it again. I'm going yeah. to say now that she has a phone, I have to put it in. I have to put it into I, her phone. She asked me the other day and I couldn't find it. I felt so bad. I'm going to, th- I want to throw out a, can I throw a challenge out? I want to th- throw out a challenge too. Ooh, right. Let's go. Let's hear so like, yeah, yeah. So like at all these big boxing fights, you know, at the fights, Randy and Jerry, Hawk and Barack mm-hmm. depends on the fight, but either one or both shows are likely to be on radio row. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The radio row is when there's just all these radio shows all over the place. And then the guests go through it's, it's loud. It's crazy. Wash, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Now I saw for Wilder Fury too. Large did some remote interviews with Wilder and Fury, which were great. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a challenge to to your man Large Harry to want me to go get him. Get him. I'm gonna go get him. I'll go get him. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to throw a chat. Good. All right. Awesome. Good. I'm gonna call him out a little bit. I'll go get him. Call him out a little bit. Yeah. I know. Just so that people know, um, because. We are talking heavy uh, boxing or uh, MMA today. 
I know that largest two interviews were five minutes or less. He had mm-hmm. that. It was plug and play, yeah. dialing in, and he was given the and start. And then the person's just yep. standing there with a, okay, and you're yeah. done. <laughs> and yeah. it wasn't oh, even, they, they line up like 20 of those. Yeah. Know? Like they'll yeah. line up. Um, he did something no. very funny with um, Wilder. He didn't mm. get to do it with Fury. He did something with Wilder, I believe. I believe it was Wilder. And it was, he tried to throw in as many Barstool references as he oh, could. Standing. So there's something really cool. So when he comes down here, he can probably explain it to you better. But he was, hey, so, you know, when you get in there and blah, 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 you're not going to do, you know, you're probably not going to focus on a lot of foreplay, which is the oh golf podcast, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but, you know, hey, you know, there's a lot of chicks in the <laughs> office that say that you can't. It was so good. That's quality. That's outstanding. It, it like was that. really cool. All right, can you hear really me cool. still? Yeah, 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 loud and clear. Okay, just because I had to unplug headphones. Okay. <laughs> I love how he does his cough button too on Barstool yeah. Breakfast. He coughs. Hi. Oh, hey yo, what up, man? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? I'm I'm good. It was great. Great to see you yesterday. I was just I was telling the ladies though. I, I have a bit of a challenge for you, right? Okay. And I'm, I like that I'm doing this remotely because you're a far bigger and more intimidating person than me. So I wouldn't do this face to face. But here's my, but here's here's my challenge though. You know, I'm a I'm a fan of uh, I'm a fan of Barstool Breakfast, obviously, and what you guys do with combat sports, killing the game. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to challenge you guys the next big fight in Vegas to to be on Radio Row with us. You got to be there with us, man. You got to experience it. I want you guys out there with us, and then we'll do some. I don't know. I'm sure we'll do some crazy big broadcast, but. Why, why ain't Barstool doing Radio Row? Yeah, so with the with the Radio Row thing, we've, we've done it with uh, MMA. Robbie has done it. Because right. Robbie is so, uh, you know, entrenched in it. So the person closest to being entrenched in boxing is me. So the first time that they gave us the opportunity to do Radio Row was uh, Fury Wilder 2, the one that just passed. Yeah. And, um, but we're looking for sponsors. Like, it's not one of those things where they just to send us out. So um, we've been talking with the zone. We were talking with Fox. We were trying to get those guys to sign up just so we can kind of write it off. Because we haven't, like, we don't have a toehold in boxing like we do with MMA, you know what I mean? Because boxing is more of a, I mean, you, you know this, a little bit more of an older man's sport. Mm-hmm. So it's got like a hotter buzz to it. But I think we're closer to doing it now than we ever were. I put in front right. of them that I'd like to promote a, a fighter. Like, my, my idea was to get, like, um, like a, like a white chocolate kid, you know, some kid from the Ukraine um, who may be like 8-0 and be like a hot kid. And you know how like when you're 8-0 and, and they want to get you to 18-0 real quick, they'll have you fighting in the Catskills every other week against a bunch of tomato cans? Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be easy just to put barstool shorts and a robe on the kid. I'd show up at a couple of these things. I'd watch him build up. He'll get his shot at a title fight at somewhere in like a weird super featherweight category that no one knows. And then if he gets a title fight and he wins, it's huge for Barstool. Like, we just essentially NASCAR the kid. And if he loses his title shot, we'll just humanely destroy him and we'll pick up a Mexican somewhere else. We'll kind of keep the thing going on and on and on until we get ourselves a champion. So, (laughs) I mean, that looks like the the loose plan for us. And then Radio Row, because I did uh, press row with you guys at Triple G, Devorinchenko, and I liked it. Right, right. Yeah, the season is good. 
Like when you get when you do in the when you sit in the press section for the actual fight, the seats aren't as good as the ones we had last night. You know that one mm-hmm. level up, but I mean we're closer now to doing it than than ever. I think. Nice. Yeah. Well, there's uh, there's some big fights coming up. I mean, Canelo in May yet to be announced, but it looks like Saunders and then the Wilder Fury trilogy. So, oh, well, hope, hopefully, we'll be able to do some business. You know who you should take, large. I was telling uh, Annie, Annie and O'Malley, like I thought it was a missed opportunity for Hellenius yesterday. After he takes out Kovnaski, he's the center of the boxing world for that mm-hmm. brief moment. And they ask him, who do you want next? And he's like, eh, whoever. And it's like, but it's like, call, call out Andy Ruiz, call yeah. out Wilder, call out Fury. Like, right. you know, so to have like Barstool and like you guys behind, that's a big opportunity for a fighter because that takes care of all yeah, of the social he, media, like, you know? Yeah, I think the undercard of Wilder Fury 2 had, what, Washington won, right? Washington fought that other guy in the heavyweight. Charles Martin. I think Charles Martin won. The fact that we can't even remember, that tells you everything right. you need to know. And so Washington had beat up on Hellenius, and Hellenius said that that was, he just took his eye off the ball for a second. That's why I lost. So even to, like, take Charles Martin in a qualifier to fight Joshua, as opposed to going through Ruiz, like Ruiz is such an X factor now. Nobody knows if he's going to yeah. show up 400 pounds or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, there's so much more that, that guy could do, but Hellenius is a weirdo. He's a weird Swede. <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't, uh, I, I tell you what though, the way they sucked the air out of Barclays center last night after that knockout, man, that was, <clears throat> I felt like I was yeah. walking out of a funeral. It was, um, I remember being at the garden. I was lucky enough to be there when Ruiz beat Joshua mm-hmm. and it was the same thing when Joshua lost. And it was the same thought I had yesterday. It's like, there's a lot of drunk, angry people in here. Yeah. And the place went silent because that was not supposed to happen. No. And with yesterday, like with Ruiz beating Joshua, you saw it coming, right? There was a knockdown early on mm-hmm. and then Ruiz was yeah. controlling the pace. This yesterday was quick. Kovnowski looked okay. And then all of a sudden Hellenius explodes, fights over and, People were pissed. Now, Annie said she had a heel broken, Marge. Did you put the guy who did that to her heel in the hospital? No. Well, you know, there was a huge uh, brawl as we were leaving. Split lips. There was a couple of Polish girls covered in beer. Kind of hot. Um, <laughs> kind of hot. Yes. <laughs> At least him and my son thought so. Uh, so we were trying to get out of there, and, and then she had some heel dysfunction. I was, I was just beelining for the door. But I didn't, I, I mean, I barely saw the knockout. So I tweeted out, that was a bullshit stoppage. And then she wound up taping it on her phone. So I got to look at it once we got to her car. And it was a good, it was a good stoppage. I mean, he had, <laughs> but you sent that out real quick. That's great. I did. And then I, I, I deleted my original tweet. Um, yeah. yeah, but, but either way, I mean, it's nice. We'll see you more on press row. I'll try to get to one of these big ones, but you know, it's all, I'm not doing it on my dime. Fuck that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Russell wants to do it. I've been putting it in front of him. And again, like if I can get a fighter, I can get like a little a little stable going, right? Large promotions. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, right? Now would it? You come with us, right? That's man. Like that, that would be great. You could you could have like the tape and everything. Yeah. Like tape got, guys up. Four built-in ring card girls on this podcast alone, right? That's I'll, right. I'll support Spawn. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably do. I won't give everybody what they I want. I count as two, though. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait till the fourth round, right? Because I'm, I'm a smoke show. Yeah. He's the smoke show. After that last Notre Dame watch, he won smoke show of the night. We'll start strong with Josh, and then, you know, we'll keep it strong, and then the big crescendo will be me in round four. (laughs) I'll let you guys get back to it. Amazing. Josh, I'll see you soon. I'm out. You know, I I love you. Bye, brother. Bye.
Yeah. Cheers, man. Thanks, baby. Not my cup, but not my tea. Oh, yeah, sure. Thank you. He's making me. A- you know what was great too about Barstool? I want pump, I want to pump you guys up a little bit more too. It's like it's kind of like our show too. Yeah, there's a lot of sarcasm, dry humor, you know, profanity, controversy, all that stuff. But like going to that that Notre Dame event, and I hope to make the St. Patrick's one too. Oh, I it's hope like, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like with Barstool, it's like it's a real family atmosphere. You know, you don't really see that. You see that kind of from the outside, but when you're like in in an event and you see how everyone interacts and like that's what I love about our channel too on like Fight Nation. It's like everyone supports each other. It's it's a family atmosphere. One hundred percent. But that's how yeah. I felt even seeing yeah. Randy last night. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't wanna I don't I'm not hugging anybody because of Corona. He's like, I'm gonna hug you. <laughs> oh, Randy was going up to people kissing kissing all the ladies' hands. Like, Randy don't care. No, hey, Randy's so a wild sweet. man. He's yeah. so sweet. And Jerry too. I love them. I mean, you guys mm-hmm. are Honestly, you guys have become family too. And that's, I think, I think people like that attract each other, you know, and that's what gravitated me toward O'Malley about it was a year and a half ago now. Like she used to oh, comment yeah. on stuff yeah. and I, I wasn't a big, Mike and I weren't big, George and I weren't big stoolies beforehand. So I didn't know much about it, except I knew Kevin and I knew who Dave, you know, I, I knew I had known them, but I didn't know. Um, I just, and I knew of, of Barstool obviously, but we weren't just, we just weren't huge stoolies at the time. and. Um, once Mike got in, involved with the TV show and everything, O'Malley used to comment on stuff. And the stuff that she used to say, just quick one-liners, caught my attention more than anybody else's. Not that anybody said anything derogatory, just hers really stood out to me. And um, I used to say to large all the time, like, this girl kills me. Like, the, the, the memes that she puts up and the comments that she makes, she, it's like she says what I'm thinking, and I just don't have the time to do it. So he's like, oh, you should reach out to her. I said, I am. Not only am I going to reach out to her, I think she'd be fun to do a podcast with. He's like, oh, if I talk to her or if she calls in or if she writes, I'll mention it to her. So he did. And I said, well, give her my contact information. And he did. And it was like that was a it. year and a half later, like we're here. And she does everything. All I do is show up. Poor Amelia is like, you got to give me a time. You got to get better. <laughs> That's that? the only thing that I can say. Well, like, welcome to my world. Yep. Yeah, she, she's the, <laughs> honest to God, she is the greatest producer, editor, podcast person, partner I've ever had. I can't even call myself a partner. I'm like, I'm like a show up person. She does everything. No. And, she, and, and she yells at me. She's like, she gives me schedule planners and stuff. I'm like, I'm never. I don't yell. I just like, would this okay? <laughs> should be yelling. Okay. No, that's, I that's even downloaded an do. app. I, I <laughs> downloaded an app and I, I picked all the times I was free for the next week or two oh, weeks. I, I, and I, I sent I her the link know. and I said, just <laughs> click on the ones that work for you. And she goes, I can't do this. I'm never going to be able to do it. I have my ADD is so legit and it's just, it's so bad. And I give, I honestly, I give you, I give my three kids and I give a large, such a huge compliment when I say I give you guys credit because I couldn't live with me. I don't know how you guys put up with me, you know, so, they're so good to me. So you're the equivalent of what Ak is to me. Correct. Right. The, I am hundred percent Ak and O'Malley is 100%. She's so good. Amazing. She's so good. I swear to God, any serious would be great. Would be, would be fortunate to have someone like her. She's like your female <laughs> equivalent. She's, this she's is, incredible. She's no, incredible. I'm learning. I'm learning about you guys. Cause like I was, you know, I showed up on time cause I'm responsible. It's like 10 58. 
And then Annie, you being the big superstar, you show up a couple, <laughs> minutes, after, a couple minutes after 11, you know, and uh, rolling in, just interrupting our conversation. I'm so, sorry. No, I, I see that. No, no. I see, That's I see exactly what you're 100% right. You know what happened yeah. this morning? Oh, my God. So, so, you know, with trying to juggle everybody, it's fine. I have, I have fun doing it. But yeah. once a month, when you have kids in religion, they have to meet at, to do a home group every week. Well, this week we were supposed to meet at 11, at 10. And then when I asked you last night, I knew that you had stuff to do today. So I was like, O'Malley, can we do it at 11? And Josh can come on. And as flexible as she always is, she's like, of course. I love Josh. I was like. Good producer has to be, yep. Excellent. It was daylight savings time, right? So I'm checking my clock and everything. I'm still panicking, waking up at different times because I'm like, oh, all right, it's Sunday. They don't have school. Oh my God, it's Sunday, but today's not a religion day. And then I'm like, oh my God, I think it is a religion day. I wake up large. I'm like, huh. he's like, what? What time is it? I'm like, it's 9.58. He's like, end? I'm like, I think today's our day to host DCD. He's like, are you, what time? I'm like, 10.30. He's like, are you telling me there's going to be 12 nine-year-olds here in 31 minutes? I was like, I am. He's like, well, how do you find out? Everybody's in mass because you missed mass at 9.30. So this is what we're doing at 10 o'clock. So I was absolutely panic-stricken. And it's not until next week. But even still, I would have been prepared. But this is what's happening in my house at like 1030. We're running around like crazy people trying to clean, trying to get snacks organized. And then at like 1035, my girlfriend Beth's like, no, you're next week. So this is this is what it's life is like with me. I'm a I'm a disaster. I'm just (laughs) and thank God for O'Malley because she keeps she keeps this ship afloat. Honest to God. I am the one like popping holes in the canoe and she's the one going around plugging them all. She's awesome. I mean, that's just, that's kind of true. I mean, it's just more of my nature. Like I'm definitely a behind the scenes. I'm definitely, you know, but admit it, it's that's how, well, yeah, but I like you being way more front facing and I would, I would be behind a wall, like, you know, the 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 wizard Wizard. of Oz, you know, kind of pushing all the buttons or whatever. Oh my God. Um, And it's funny because people do remark on um, why, like, you know, how did I, I, I get so much. It's so weird. Men are so angry that. Josh, do you get hate mail for doing such a good job? They, she gets hate mail. I get hate. I get so much hate, and they're like, "Why? Why are you? you know, why are you forcing yourself into this?" And I'm like, "We're the same." <laughs> I'm like, "We're the same age. Like, you know, we graduated a couple years apart. Like." We get each other's jokes because we live in the same era. We used to dress identically. Like we yeah. like we're moms. You know, we've done a bunch of stuff. We've had, we've gone through a lot. We've been successful. We've gone through hell. That's that's the connection. And if people are too dumb to see the connection of two women in their 40s that have kids, that have been successful, that have also been through hell, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> so that's my I little know. rant to people. I wish get it. Oh, I wish I knew how to make like gifts because that would be one right there. That, that was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. You know how to make audiograms, O'Malley? You got to make an audiogram out of that. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I just don't get it. Like, who is she? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, like I'm making you do this. Working with me is like herding cats. <laughs> and she is the best cat herder I've ever. That, I mean, that actually could be used for a couple of things, but I mean, legitimately. <laughs> that, was, that, was a quality, that was a quality rant. You know, the closest right. thing I've gotten, um, and like, I love Ak, right? Ak does a great job. And one of the, one of the things <laughs> he does that, that helps the show is like, 
in the middle of a show, let's say we have a hot topic in the break, he'll put out like a video on his story. Like, Hey, how do you feel about this call up right now? Put the phone number. Yep. And I keep telling him, ah, can you maybe in, instruct people to tell me their name, where they're calling from when they call? Cause what you get is these people just calling up. Hi. Yo, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, it's Akabracha. They're like, yo, what up? I'm like, Hey, what's your name? Where you're calling from? I want to talk about Canelo. What's your name? Where you're calling from? Yeah. There's no way he's going to be, what's your name? Where you're calling from? And they just like either won't hear me or they'll get confused. And then they'll send him like a message on Instagram. Like, Oh, with this stupid call screen. I'm like, yeah, selfish me. Yeah. I want to line up the calls in the right way. That I, um, we hear that. If you listen to burst, if you listen to anything, like there'll be somebody in the first, they, they put aside their first topic and they're like, Hey, I want to talk to you about your call screener. For one thing, it's not a call screener for the most part. Usually it's not just a call screener. They're doing that and 50 other things mm-hmm. at the same time. So they're listening to you and they're making sure that what's being said on air is right. And they're making sure if they have an associate producer, that other things are being loaded and done, whatever. All of these people are so dumb. They have no clue of how oh, to do a nerve, job. Yeah. Oh, I like I so fucking hate these people. Anyway, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I like that. But I, I get like mad I like, like when they say stuff like that to you. But here's, here's like, the thing. But, no, but here's the thing, though, right? Opinions she's hot, like, right? I know what you're going to yeah. say. O'Malley's Listen, hot when she's pissed, right? I love well, it. That, there, there's that. I mean, you would have won the dating show I did, but there's that. And also, She's awesome, though, and she's good at what she does. <laughs> and here's, here's the thing, right? Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's, Everybody's got, got them. You can't You can't please everyone. My thing now is like, as long as my coworkers love me and my, you know, my manager and uh, Steve who runs the whole, as long as they're happy with me, I'm good. Mm-hmm. If uh, Jim in Nebraska ain't happy with me, sorry, brother. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, not paying, much, my, I'm not paying my health insurance. And, yeah. and it's like, yeah, that's, that's the thing people don't understand about producing too. It's like, yeah, you're doing a lot. And it's like, we'll get a call. Like, I love how, <laughs> I love Ock. You got to get Akka. I, I, that's He's what I'm in saying. I'm like, I have to have Akka on. Like, no, it's like, we got to do one with like me and him. Cause like he, he like, it's in the middle of an interview and a caller come in. Right now a caller calls in. I put it right on hold. Like I'm taking notes for the interview. I'm listening for a juicy clip for Twitter. Um, he will literally whisper into the mic, which it's still on air, but mm-hmm. no, get the call, get the call. <laughs> I'm like, ah, yep. bro, you're literally talking with a guest right now. You're interrupting that to get to a <laughs> call. It's like, dude, if everyone just did their job, I promise we would be like, oh man, this is a great story. We want Radio Row, right? And he's in, interv- I forget who it was. There's a fighter at the table, right? And the way it works with Radio Row is like all the guests, yeah, they put them through the car wash and like mm-hmm. the reps line them up like, all right, 11.10, 11.20, Aka Brock, 11.20, 11.30, Barstool, 11.30, 11.40, ESPN. Like, they line them all up. So he sees Andre Ward walking around, one of the most legendary. <laughs> one of the most yeah. legendary. You already, you already know where this is going. One of the most legendary fighters. <laughs> one of the most legendary fighters of all time. He's interviewing someone. In the middle of the interview, he's texting me. That's Andre Ward. Book him. Book him. Book him. And I tell him, I'm like, ah. I tell him in commercial, I'm like, ah. You don't think I'm already on that? You don't think I saw him? Like, do the interview on the air. Let me book the guests. Like, let, let me let me do my job. I don't tell you how to break a fight down. Do your job. I'll do my, like, I promise we'll be 
oh, we'll be so much, but you know, but credit to him though. That's his hustle, right? That's his hustle. Mm -hmm. That's him wanting to do everything. That's him never being satisfied. And that that's what makes him great. But sometimes, man, my God, I got to take a, I got to take a breath. It's like, dude, please, please just let, let me do my, you know, let me do my job. You do yours. Like, whoa, whoa. And when that happens, we're a well-oiled machine. Like we really are. And you're good at your job. You're great at your job. You've actually liked your um, supervisor a lot. Like that is something I noticed about you. We had spoken once, I guess it was like maybe before Christmas and um, just like, like shooting the shit about life. And you had mentioned how fond you are of her and, and how she sees in you qualities that other um, supervisors had in the past. And like, you were so mm-hmm. you really, you, you, like you could tell that you were very, had a nice connection with her. So I'm glad to hear that she's promoted you and she sees, she, she's continued to see that light in you because it's nice when it's mutual. Cause it's not always mutual. A lot of times you're like, no. oh, why don't they notice me? Or I'm busting my ass and I'm not getting rewarded for you. Never, you've never had that opinion. Like she's always giving you. Oh no, I have. I have. Oh, have you? I mean, you've never yeah, verbalized look, it, which is nice. No. Which, is, which is, you know, credit oh, no, to your to class. Her. Well, not to me. Uh, oh, you don't, you've never her. done to us. Well, me. Oh no. Well, to her, to her. Oh yeah. Like yeah, Marissa and I, we've had some, you know. <laughs> oh, you'll throw down with her then. Oh, I have. I have. Oh, good past. for you. Okay. Oh yeah. No, I've had some, I've done some real stupid shit when it, you know, like, but she's <laughs> stuck with me. Yeah. Like I, I'm on the channel maybe like two weeks. I'm like, Hey, like, uh, how about a morning show? So I've done some real stupid shit. Oh know? really? Well, you've but, never yeah. verbalized it to me because you've always been a class act when it comes to mentioning her or speaking about where you are. You've always represented yeah. in such a positive way. Because then she stuck with me and that's why I appreciate her. That's why I'm very loyal, you know? And it's, well, she it's is too, nice, obviously, which is yeah, nice. Yeah, and, and like, you know, the thing I like about her really, like above all else, is like, it's kind of what I like about my parents to a degree too. It's like, when I say leave me alone, it's like, not like leave me alone, I don't want you involved, but it's like, you know, leave me alone, I'll get my job done, you know, we'll be good. And like, uh, there are days where we don't really, we don't even see each other. Or there might be a day where we don't even email or speak, but at the end of the day, the results are there. And there's trust for her to me. There's trust for me to her. I mean, look like I'm a, I'm a representative of her. And especially now, like I'm the one senior producer on the channel. So like, you know, right under her is me. And right. it's You're like, consistently this is, reliable. That's huge. Yeah. For a it's like, to have. This is, this is a full-time daily boxing show. It's the newest show on the channel, you know, so I've been given that opportunity and look, let's be honest. If I fail, that's a reflection on her. So you know, she's given me a lot of trust and a lot of opportunity and stuck with me when I was, you know, there were, there were times where my work wasn't great and my attitude wasn't great. And, right. you know, she stuck with me. So, you know, I, I believe in loyalty. She's been very loyal to me. And, you know, now it's, it's really full steam ahead. You know, there's a lot of big stuff coming up this year and, um, but no, it's, it's a great, it's a great fit. You know, it really is a great fit. And, you know, I definitely consider her a friend. Um, it's, it's, been a, it's been a good ride so far. But one thing that I wanted to, uh, you know, O'Malley and you guys originally being connected on social media, that just ties everything, you know, social media now, like I think people really not underestimate it, but it's really part of the package with, with everything and fighting and, and work. You know, what social media presence do you bring? I was talking to my parents about it. It's like, if we're, let's, we're going to hire a host, right? You're going to hire someone with a million Twitter followers or a hundred. One with a hundred might be a better talker, but that million one. Right, part, brings the backing. 
Yeah, now literally, literally, like O'Malley has a, a gig with you now because of social media. So like, yeah, that was all her. Like, you know, she she yeah. had a presence, and we had an instant chemistry, and it was only just through a few lines. Like, isn't that how? Isn't how that how that guy um got on part of my take? Oh yeah, PFT commenter. He yeah, like was wasn't a commenter he a commenter with on um, Pro Football Talk? So he yeah. he was, but he also did writing. He was doing kind of his own thing with a couple other sites and um, Big Cat kind of, you know, saw what he was doing and liked them and they talked and then. Right. When you so, read between but the he's, lines. But obviously part of my take is so huge now that um, PFT is now, as you know, very big, much bigger than he was mm-hmm. when Big Cat originally, you know, saw him. Not to take away anything that, you know, um, PFT was doing, you know, beforehand, but you know, that's what he was doing. He was, that's what he liked. And he was always commenting and saying things and he was, but he did it in a, he, he did it where he trolled the trolls. Like he was doing things on purpose, like saying things that he knew that would get people going. He misspelled things like he, he just, he had his, his thing down. Yeah. You're the same way. And I appreciate it. And it was like, you know, I was like, I, I would remember being like, Oh, she did that on purpose. I wonder if yeah, anybody else yeah. saw that. <laughs> like, I just enjoyed it. Because it's like inside jokes for people that have been through us. So if you don't get it, that's fine. But you didn't live it. Right. But all. when you didn't get it, it didn't, it wasn't an ignorant statement. And that's what I liked about it. It, it had like a twist to it. Like you would say <laughs> things where even if you didn't get the inside joke, you were still able to have, like, it was still a valid comment. Yeah. And I, and I thought that was like, you know, I thought that was intelligent. I liked that. Like, I find that kind of humor funny. <laughs> yeah, you spend more time with these people than your family. It's like, you got to be someone people want to be around. You got to be someone who, you know, for me, I got to motivate. You know, my job too is also to motivate. I want to keep Akka Barak in a great mood. I want to keep them pumped for the show, excited. You know, there might be a day where there's no big juicy news stories, but still we're going to have a killer show. You know, we're going to do what we need to do. So it's like you got to be some combination of therapist, motivational speaker, doctor. Like, I mean, you a, had that a, recently with, with Barack because he <laughs> lost his grandfather. He was on the air for that week um, of that loss. And then he was off last week, which is crazy. What a pro. I mean, I, no, what a pro. I couldn't yeah. believe that it was yeah. like my grandfather died. I'm going to. And it, he I mean, he really kept it together. Like he yeah. continued yeah. on that show and then obviously was off last week. But. It was, um, you know, you, you didn't really know that something had, you know, had happened because the show did yeah. not become like this, you know, mass, you know, grieving session. So it was, yeah. it was incredible. No, it could be a distraction, you know, I, I, and I told him, I was like, dude, you know, hopefully I'll you know, come back whenever you're ready to. And now he's back. But it's like, let it be a distraction. You know, yeah. let this be three, four hours a day where you don't have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's awesome. I, I got to be honest, Josh, I love when you come on. It's so much fun. It always is such, it really, I do. I, I could talk to you for hours, but I know it's like a Sunday and I'm not going to do that to you. We're not going to do it to you. But before you, before we wrap up, we do this thing that we started uh, probably like about three months ago, where we I'm asked, pumped. all right, you ready? Yeah, let's right. see, yeah. If you could pick a 15 minute time frame to witness something from history or your own past, what would you want to see? And when would you want your 15 minute time frame to begin? You can't alter history. Only see it for what really happened. <laughs> I love the faces. Uh, oh, I know. 
<laughs> Man, I hooked, uh, hooked up with this stripper once. That was a good 15 minutes. No. Um, <laughs> so that way, would you so want it, the time frame to begin where you could go and watch it? Like like the lead up just to see how smooth you were or the actual act where you could just. Oh, no. Like, I mean, she was trying to use me for paper. So it was very much, you know, we were using each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's basically so what you're basically asking is that like, really your answer i'm just kind of curious well, gonna, really? i want to ask i want to ask a qualifier though so you're basically it's, it's basically what 15 minutes of my life would i want to not history, like, like, history. History. like i chose the grassy knoll like i would and i and i chose oh, oj okay okay Which or it is, could okay. be your own like it could yeah. be your 15 minutes with the strip it could be oh okay. it doesn't have no, to no, be no. it doesn't have to be you know I, if, I'm um, telling you, like, if if I had 15 minutes to look at some of the things I've done, I'd be spank bank material right up here. <laughs> I would definitely use that. I, no, I right? Come on. She if likes that. She likes back, your choice. If you could go back and see like your best moment, yeah, the best. boy, that would live. But you would have to choose forever. your best moment. What if you? What if you remember it differently? <laughs> like when I think about my best moment, when I was like. Oh man, I killed it that night. If I go back in time, I might be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> well, let me. Can I, can I ask you this? I don't. I don't know if anyone's asked this, but I'm wondering if I if I could we negotiate a little bit, right? Mm, can I zing. take five five minutes of my life and then ten minutes in in history? Can I do a little of both? Is oh, that possible? Split the fifteen. Minutes. I don't think I mind that. I don't mind that. We can oh, make an amendment. Done. It's like the movie oh. Tag. Let's make an amendment. Okay. You can split up your time. Do you, you agree with that, O'Malley? Yeah, right, you can do it in five minutes increments okay so All whatever right. it is so so for future guests uh, i like people this. I can, can do five 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 <laughs> or they can do five and ten. Oh wait, you, I can do three fives. So yeah. basically, a, so it's a, a to- oh, all right. I like all this. Right. I like the way um, you think, Josh Friedman. Yeah, I mean, listen, mm-hmm. I'm definitely giving five minutes to the stripper. The best five minutes there were great. So that's five minutes. Um, I probably. I'm trying to think of like what musician that I never got to see. I'd probably spend five minutes hearing Pantera in their, in their prime perform walk with Dimebag Daryl and uh, Vinnie Paul rest in peace that that band's no longer together. Right. So as far as like heavy metal bands that I never got to see, I'd love to see, I would have loved to have seen Pantera. So that's wow. five and five. And then I feel like you got to take five minutes to do like something historical, right? Like something, you know, cause I'm like out of my mind and like into crazy shit, like, you know, strippers and heavy metal, but you have to take five minutes. Like, I don't know off the top of my head, maybe like when the declaration of independence was signed or, you know, maybe, uh, maybe to like to take five minutes to be in like the Obama war room when he found out he was president or, I don't know, just something, something historical, you know, I don't, I don't know what the historical one would be. I think being in that room when they found out, um, bin Laden had been taken down because you see that picture, that picture of everyone, like they knew it was happening and they had scheduled it. They had planned it. They were all, uh, I would, I I would want to be with Rob O'Neill. Right. Those guys. I'd want to see that. I would have been, you'd want to, that last five minutes of just boom. Yeah, I'd like to. You know what else I might? He was getting shot. Yeah, that's a, I like that. Or what about like when Adam and Eve first? You know, what about like the beginning of the world? If like, she I acted take, like a stripper, I hear you. I see where you're going. Maybe. <laughs> or I might take five minutes to be with the dinosaurs and see what the hell that was. Really yeah, like. that's a good. No one has said that yet. That's good. Yeah, it's a great question though. I, I like. I like it. 
Thank you. We came up with that one a couple of months ago. I got to know what happened with the stripper though. (laughs) Oh, I mean, it was, uh, it was a lot of good. It was a lot of good in the bedroom and a lot of bed in my head. That's all. Like I, I was in love with this chick, but, um, well, yeah, yeah, you and she was in love with my wallet. Yeah. Not great. Um, Yeah. yeah. But every guy I know that, that has a good stripper story was in love with the stripper. (laughs) Yeah. This one, this, this one, we do multiple episodes on it was crazy, but, uh, it it ended, it ended like, uh, I don't want to, this will sound a little cold. I got what I, I got what I needed out of it. Um, and, um, I'm good now. Yeah. Good. There. There it is. But definitely the best five minutes. Oh yeah. Best five minutes there were some good five minutes. Ah. (laughs) She's worth it. If the person's worth it, then go for it. That's what I say. I went for it. Oh, I did. Good. See? And it was worth it. (laughs) Couldn't even walk right that night. That was a good (laughs) night. (laughs) It was an excellent five minutes. Yes, it was. I think think it's the quality over the the, the, the quantity every time. Sometimes, sometimes it only has to last three minutes, but if it's a good one, if you leave him unable to talk and doesn't know his name anymore, you've done your job. Oh, that's where I was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's where. That's where I. Oh, yeah. That's where I was. That's I always. That. That's always the mission. <laughs> yeah. No, y'all are awesome though. Any anytime you need, I, I think. I think. Yeah, we maybe maybe do one with Ock. I don't. There's got. I'd love one. them both to come on. I'd love yeah, just because yeah, yeah. the dynamic is so great, and I'd love. I really do want to hear because they are older. I'd like to kind of go over that um, old school boxing and 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 bring it yeah. up to date. And it's, you know, for anybody who has missed the last you know twenty twenty five thirty years of boxing, and maybe only mm-hmm. remembers the Tyson years because of how exciting mm-hmm. they were and what's happened in between, and why you need to watch this third Fury fight. You know, I mean, that's that. I yeah. just I can't wait. Like, you know, I can't we'll wait. We'll get them out with you guys. Maybe if you want around May around the Canelo fight, like they're very, great. Tuned, they're very tied in with Canelo. So would love yeah, that. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll line something up. I would love that. I would love that. I think um, having all three of you on would be great just because you'll have, you know, different um, points of view, but I, I love hearing them every day and um, their knowledge is so, so strong. And obviously you're, you're right for it because you know exactly what they're talking about. So. Yeah. And we'll get them to ask. Our, we'll ask them our question too. We'll ask them our fifteen, our historic yeah. fifteen question. All right, I'm going to say this. I'm going to wager that Ox says something similar that I said, like for the best five minutes in the bedroom. He's definitely going to say something like that. Good. Yeah. I'm going to ask yeah. him what he was wearing. Done. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. I'm what were you? What weren't you wearing? <laughs> so exactly. No, but so, exactly. I swear to God, like Josh, what were you wearing that night? Uh, the best five minutes is a birthday suit. No, no, no. I mean, leading up to it. Like, what were you, what did oh. you, go, like, what were you feeling hot in that night? I know you weren't wearing anything what we, there. No? What we did that. I don't remember what we did that night. I don't, I don't know. You will. I just you're going to be thinking about minutes. it. You know what, though? <laughs> now you're going to be thinking about it all day. Nah, probably That's, not. She ain't, she's not worth it. She's not worth my time anymore. No, well, go ahead. Not five minutes? No, no. Nah, nah, I already got the five minutes. Oh, well, okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe you could think about that. Maybe you could maybe you could reenact it in your own mind later. You we'll there? see how the day goes. Thank you, girls. <laughs> I might reenact it later. I might just use it. There you go. Like, Josh was really hot for this stripper. Josh is gonna be like, what are you guys talking about? What's yeah. this? I don't know. He's gonna call you up tomorrow and be like, you know what, Josh, I just wanted to say thank you. 
O'Malley, a shout out. O'Malley, thank you. Whatever you guys I'll say. Josh today. later. Like, I had to put new batteries in just thinking about your five minutes. Hey, now. <laughs> you guys should just, you know what you should do? I'm going to hang up. I'm going to let you two FaceTime each other. <laughs> oh, boy. Josh, you got to dim the lights. Yeah. Just a little. Just get a little mood light. Oh, God. O'Malley's already set up. God knows what she is on right. this sweatshirt. I know. She's worked up already. Oh, and look at her. Oh my god! That bitch in a second. (laughs) Holy shit! All right, all right, all right. I love you guys dearly, Josh. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. I'm looking forward to getting doing it with Akinbrock. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. No, love you guys too. Thanks for having me. Uh, Hope to see you for St. Patrick's and uh, March 14th, Bricks and Hops in the Bronx. You're coming. i